what in the 2012 man like when's the last time you saw someone play chubby bunny <laughs> sabrina Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Anubis Backwards. Today, we're going to be recapping House of Pretenders, House of Trouble. So, uh, hey, guys, it's been a bit. <laughs> we haven't recorded in a month because we're still on this crazy cadence of life and uh, only doing this like once a month. So uh, we missed some July birthdays that we need to make sure we recognize. And also, we're just going to go ahead and like say happy birthday to everyone in August. So, uh, Emily, take it away. Okay, first of all, we haven't recorded since June. Please do not lie to our listeners. Oh, wow. Yikes. We did do all the June birthdays, though. We did. I'm a little mad at myself because I edited both the June and July episodes, and I'm surprised that, like, I didn't decide to pull an editing me moment and give them to you then. So for our July birthdays, we have Natalia Ramos, a.k.a. Nina, who's born July 3rd. We have Gwyneth Powell, a.k.a. Gran, who's born July 5th. We have our lovely Alexandra Ship, who was born July 16th. Um, so should I uh, right into the August birthdays? We have Berkeley Duffields, who is an August 9th baby. Roger Barclay, who is an August 18th baby. Brad Cavana, who is a August 21st baby. Susie Kane, who is an August 27th baby. And Kay Alexandra, who is an August 31st birthday. And if you didn't know who all those August babies were, it's Eddie, Rufus, Fabian, um, Denby, and Aaron from Touchstone of Raw. Yay, happy birthday. I feel like a lot of people turned 30 this year, which is exciting. A good majority of the main cast. The podcast also had a birthday during the time that we have not been recording. I know. We didn't really do much for it, but it was exciting. It's still two years. Thanks for being with us. Maybe by year three, we'll finish season two. We only have like four episodes left. <laughs> I so doubt. Close. Well, yeah, well, we better be finished by season two by then. But we are, our podcast will still be going for season, like... Oh, 100%. For year three. I'm just hoping to finish season four by the end of 2022. I mean, season oh, two. We, we, we can do that, guys. I believe in us. Oh, yeah. We're almost us. done. We're going to be done before Halloween, you know? Yeah, uh-huh. No. No way. I believe in us. We we might be able to pull off two episodes in one month. I believe in us. Wow. If we get our shit together. So in other news, guess who had a baby? Natalia did. I was like, hey, any of us. <laughs> yeah, the way I phrased that, can you imagine? I was like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Surprise, Surprise, no. Surprise! <laughs> That'd be very I problematic. Technically, I, I technically did. I have a new baby calf. That, Her name that's is Julie. Aww. She was so born cute. on Saturday. Aww. Which means she's a Leo. We love that. But yeah, Natalia had a baby as well, and it's very cute. Is it a boy or a girl? I don't remember. I feel like it's a boy. Let me stop Natalia. Tazy's baby's a boy. Natalia's baby's name is Theo. Aww. Also, uh, baby Sabunas. Amy from Wolfblood had a baby, but she's not. Oh, she's not in House of the Nubis. And they all they all went <laughs> Obviously, and met the baby. Like, out with the baby. <laughs> it was so cute. I was enjoying the. <laughs> The Wolfblood Squad content that I was getting. I was too. That was really exciting. They're all growing up. I know. All these like actors are like, I'm like, ooh, vibing, watching them on TV. Now they have babies. Crazy. Okay, not to rein it in, but there is also an interview with Alex Sawyer and the other Hamilton from Westside right now on YouTube, and I can link it to our podcast. I only watched a few minutes of it. 
Yes, I need to watch that yeah, too. Yeah. That's really cool. I'm so proud of him. He finally he made his debut, I think, a couple weeks ago, which is so exciting. I wish I could see him. Someone I swear one of my UK mutuals had West End tickets for like coming weeks and I couldn't find anything this morning because I was straight up going to talk to DM them and be like, hey, if you have Alex Sawyer, please let me know. Please sneak videos. <laughs> please go try to like backstage rush him and then just go, you know, Emily from a news backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know a like, news backwards podcast? We're just like, I'm friends with the news backwards podcast ladies. So he'd probably be like, ah, I'm crazy like, bitches. Ah. Oh, yeah. I like them though. <laughs> they're a little odd, but they're cool. Yeah, that describes us pretty well. <laughs> so, other news: um, Lo- Louisa is going to be in Vampire Academy, which we've already discussed, but they dropped some trailers for that, so that's cool. I don't think she was in any of them, right? Unless I missed it. She was not. I didn't watch the trailer for Vampire Academy, but they did drop content. Um, it premieres on the 15th of September. I'm glad I'm single-handedly keeping this podcast updated on Vampire Academy. It's me I and Sarah's would, job. I mean, I would wa- I, I'll watch it. For Louisa. Yeah, so keep an eye out for that. I'm sure there'll be more trailers soon since we still have like over a month before it comes out. But that'll be fun. Um, and then uh, other housekeeping. So this is probably a long shot, but for anyone that's listening to this when it comes out... Uh, if anyone's going to be at the iParty event in Orlando on August 10th, which is like Matt Bennett from Victorious's like DJ experience thing where he plays Disney Channel Nickelodeon songs, I'm going to be there. I'm also going to be wearing an Anubis backwards shirt. So on the off chance that you're coming, come say hi. Come find me. It'll be really fun. We could do Sabuna and spread the house of Anubis love in this like, you know, Disney Channel Nickelodeon space where House of Anubis is probably going to be very underrated. So just, yeah. Get, tell them to request the um, House of the Newest theme song. Tell yeah, them. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if we can get them to play the House of the Newest theme song. That'd be crazy. I would go so hard, though. But one of the sizes is play the House of the Newest theme song. Okay, but you guys need to know what the name of its, like, um, copyright-free music actually is. Let me just go play this song. I do um, know it, because I have I use the same music for work. Please use the like, House I, of the one day, song on a video of, like, giraffes or something well, i don't know if the theme song is on the royalty free website but like all the other background music i went and found it one day and i did put one of the songs in a, in a video recently so <laughs> from my work instagram but was, was it really the, was it the half naked on the veranda song no i, I should go find that there's one, no though. way that's copyright free it is it is it is it probably is that's why the lyrics like, are so weird because brenda gonna like start yeah you're gonna Drop half naked on the veranda with like <laughs> some, some safari. <laughs> yeah, just stay tuned. Uh, follow Dr. Mark at Disney on Instagram. <laughs> I mean, I don't really want people to come up to me, but if you're going to be at the Wisconsin State Fair of the 12th through the 14th, if you can find me, you can come say hi to me. I have calves. That's the only clue you're getting. If you're going to be in New Jersey, and you see me, I don't... <laughs> I'm not really going. If you're just gonna be in New Jersey. I like just how I'm saying find this Laura. Like, She'll be somewhere. <laughs> in the entire state of I like New how Jersey. I say this as if this episode is not gonna come out before then. My goal... Well, now I have a goal. I have to make sure this is out before August 10th. That's my goal. Oh, damn. That's speedy. I know. I know. That's how we used to do it. We turned it around quick. I, I believe in myself. 
All right. So one last thing before we start uh, diving into this episode, we got another voice memo. So thank you, Evie, for leaving us a voice memo. Let's play that now. Hey, this is Evie. First of all, I absolutely love your podcast and have enjoyed listening to you guys over the past two years. Since you guys are reaching the end of season two, I wanted to chime in with my thoughts on Vera. In my opinion, she is the most competent antagonist in this show. She is truly terrifying, and I love her for it. The fact that she was able to play both Rufus and Victor to get what she wanted is pretty awesome. I'm sad that we don't get to see her step up and take on Rufus's role as collector after Eddie banishes him to hell. I would have been, it would have been a great way to incorporate her into season three. The goodbye she gets is kind of sad since we don't get to see her again after Victor banishes her from the house and she shows Rufus the tunnels. She just disappears from the show entirely. I'm running out of time, so these are my thoughts. Thanks. Evie drops some fast. Okay, I never thought about it, but like, what if Denby was actually just Vera in a mask? What if that was the big reveal? Oh my god, I'm crazy. But like, she would also know like the inner workings and all their teenage drama. Like, that would have like added to it tenfold. Yeah. And now I'm mad that didn't happen. Like, I mean, glad it didn't on one glad it didn't on one hand, but also mad it didn't. Okay, they would never come up with something that interesting. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not, not okay, wrong. Okay, well, also, wrong. Brian thought that we made up Sabuna, apparently, and that <laughs> Sabuna was a thing that we had made up for the podcast, and then I was like, damn, you think we're as good as the Nickelodeon writers? And he said that the three of us would probably be better than the Nickelodeon writers. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So, That's funny, yeah. If we wrote it, maybe uh, Vera would be, uh, Denby would be Vera in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, but yeah, I agree with you, Evie. I think Vera is probably one of the best villains in the show, and like, I hate her, but that means, you know, if you hate the villain, that's probably probably means well, it's a good she, villain. She's so. so good. Like the rest of the villains are, I mean, they're kind the of dumb. Kind of. They're also just annoying. Like y'all. Yeah. Like I, I. They get outsmarted Denby by a bunch is of just fifteen-year-olds. Like, Rufus, Rufus annoys me. Denby really annoys me, and like Victor is like. I wouldn't even call Victor a villain. No, Victor no, no, he's more complex like, than that. But I mean, we'll talk about Victor kind of like a little yeah, bit less in the, like, in the way in this episode. Victor, like, wants eternal life, basically. He's not really a villain. He just wants one thing and one thing only. And he's just trying to get it. Some of the, like, I feel like Vera really is out here trying to just, like, murder the children. <laughs> I mean, we'll kind of talk about that more because there, there's literally a scene in this episode. Where she's like, "You have to crack some eggs." Like after something traumatic happens to one of the children, like she's like, she's like, "I don't care. I know what I want." But yeah, thank you, Evie, for the voice memo. And as always, if you guys want to leave us a voice memo, you can go to our Anchor.fm page. That's Anchor.fm/slash Anubis Backwards. Leave us a voice memo. We love hearing from you guys, and you might be featured in the next episode. All right, ready to get into the episode. So we start in the library where the memory doctor has revealed himself to Jasper that he's actually Rufus in disguise. It's a very like Scooby-Doo moment. He like pulls the mask off of his face and then Jasper's like, and then Joy, who's also hiding upstairs, is also like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I was just like, this mask, like he literally just rips the skin off his face and is like, it's Rufus. 
<laughs> Rufus really said I got some high SFX masks going on right now. Yeah. We let him. Where did he get the money for those? I don't know. Um, also, pretends to be shocked it's Rufus. <laughs> Gasp. <laughs> wow, didn't we know that? Be- well, we knew that already, but... Like, we knew that, but like, did, it wasn't... Did we know it was... We did, because not of the, in the last weeks with Jerome, didn't we? With the dramatic rain thing, and we saw it with Rufus? That was something different, though. I don't that know if we knew like it was a memory hood. That wasn't a mask. I knew that we knew that was Rufus because there were letter- Nickelodeon was showing no, it was the collector. pictures of it being Rufus. We knew he was the collector. Yeah, we didn't know he was a memory doctor. Nickelodeon was like the collector is Rufus. Let me draw some promo pics. All right. So back at the house, Vera walks into Victor's office and says it's time to put her plan into action. And then he or she hands him an artifact. And Victor's like, that's an Egyptian memory box. That's where did you get this? And Vera's like, we're going to use it to control all the students and we're going to get the mask. So back at the library, Rufus threatens Jasper and says that if he doesn't get the real mask to him, him and his godson will pay. So that's Fabian. And then he's like, you're lucky that I have another associate helping me. And then Jasper's like, is she really helping you or is she helping Victor? Because they've definitely been getting closer. And then Rufus kind of gets all mad and like leaves. And that's when Joy reveals herself and runs off. And Jasper's like, oh, no, wait, you, let, let me explain. But she's already gone. At some point in this scene, Rufus is like, I'm so glad we had this little chat to Jasper. And it just, like, my it reminded me of the Cinderella story. Does anyone know what you're talking about? I, I do so. know what you're talking about. Like, it's not repressing a memory, but... Sabuna's having a meeting in Alfie's room when Joy runs in and explains that the memory doctor is actually Rufus and that Vera is working for him. They're worried that Vera is going to use the memory box to control them, but they think that since they don't believe in its powers, it won't work. Fabian suggests pretending that they actually are in the box's control, but then using Victor and Vera to beat the Senate game and get the mask. Joy thinks they're crazy for trying to do that, and then Amber's like, that's why you'll never be in Sabuna. Um, Joy is simply too smart for Sabuna. She just, you know, her and her, like, good ideas, trying to be rational, too smart. Too many brain cells. Agreed. Yeah. I just was like, hi, Joy, because she literally ran straight up into the room. And then... I was like, they're mean to her, but she's helpful. Like, she's really helping them and giving them all kinds of information. And they're just like, Joy, you're never going to be subdued. And then I laughed because somebody said to just tell Vera to get lost. So true. (laughs) I'm not going to work out. (laughs) And then I just said Amber Glitter Peter Pan collar. This episode will continue. I have more comments about it. This episode felt much more 2012 than a lot of episodes feel to me. Yeah. Like, this one very much felt like like a 2012 time capsule. Including... I loved a good Peter Pan collar in 2012. Like, those were the moments. She has on a sequin Peter Pan collar. And not only does she have on a sequin Peter Pan collar, she has on, like, a giant envelope necklace. <laughs> I also loved a good long necklace. Um, so I'm gonna skip my first note and go right to the second. On that note, um, I really love Patricia's outfit in the scene, but it's def- very much the 2010s. Yeah. Um, now to go back to my original, like, first note, um, it's been so long since we recorded that I genuinely wonder where Nina was. I was like, where's Nina? And then I was like, oh, that's right. When I started the episode, I thought I was on the wrong episode because I was confused what the hell was going on. (laughs) It's weird because, like, I could tell you what's happening, but also at the same time, I'm like, no, I'm confused. You can only tell us what's happening from, uh, years of watching this on repeat. But also, I've like, I got no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> so, 
Mara and Jerome are playing Chubby Bunny together when Mick starts calling. And then Mara's like not too happy that he's calling, but she goes to answer and she's like, I'm sorry. And Jerome's, you know, starts walking out and he's like, it's okay. I know my place. Yeah. So a lot of feelings about this scene. But first of all, what in the 2012, man, like when's the last time you saw someone play Chubby Bunny? <laughs> Does anyone still play this? Gen Z, let us know. No, it's the most 2012. That's why I said this episode feels like a time capsule. Um, I said Chubby Bunny. This episode is serving 2012. Also, I made a Twitter poll that said, what is more 2012, glittery Peter Pan colors or playing Chubby Bunny? And everyone voted for playing Chubby Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see that. Is it going on still? Yes. I'm going to go vote right now. <laughs> I'll retweet it to the pod. I'll, I'll, I'll tweet it to the pod. <laughs> Thank you. I'm slacking. Usually it's my job when we record to put random shit on the account. <laughs> Even though it was a tweet that I made while I was watching the episode. I watched the episode at work, so I, I don't know what was happening. Yeah. No one report me to the corporation I work for. <laughs> Actually, please do. What corporation? We are not all corporate slaves. Actually, Laura is not a corporate slave. Brenna and I are. Wait, I am. Wait, am I not a corporate slave because you I work in college? You are not a corporate slave. Not in the way Brenna and I are. Oh. I'm a slave to college students, which might be worse. Is it a it state might school? Be. What? Yeah. Is it a, Then you're a slave to the government. Yeah, I'm a government <laughs> employee, technically. I'm a, I'm a New Jersey State employee. My other comment on this scene is just, hi, Mick, because I was really excited that we got to see Mick. <laughs> I also said, hi, Mick. <laughs> we're getting uh, dwindling over our Mick content that we're getting. So I know. We I, I forgot he was in this video chat scene because I thought like last week's episode or last week's last episode we posted, I thought that was the last time we were going to see him until he actually showed up. So I was like, oh, hello, you're back. Aww, you were gifted that on your recording. I know. A little surprise. And I love to comment on, um, like, who they have in their video chat. And Mara video chats her mom, her dad, Mick, and then it looks like someone named Sam. Hmm. Wow. Who's Mara. Sam? Mara. <laughs> I didn't read Mara, the full list. It went by pretty quick, but... <laughs> Mara, who is Sam? We are. We want to know. Patricia has like a bunch of aunts and uncles, doesn't she? On her video chat. Yeah, it's like uh, Eddie, Elfie, but Piper, aunts and uncles. <laughs> so true. <laughs> we only stand Petty, Petrofi, Patricia, and Piper twins, besties, and our random aunts and uncles. <laughs> that is why it was more believable that she went off with an aunt and her uncle. In season one, that it would be her own parents. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> All right. So my note is the chubby bunny scene is really cute, but uh, what a shame! It's like low key emotional cheating. Like that girl had already left Mick for Jerome at this point, and just did I know. not want to admit it. Right. Like yeah. it's it's so cute, and like I'm so glad. And it took me till the year like 2020 to figure out the reason I didn't like Jerome and Mara is because of how Mara and Mick ended. Yeah. It's not even it that I not... didn't like Jerome and Mara. It's just I didn't like how they transitioned into it. And they didn't need to do that. Like, what, Like they could have just had them break up when he left. You know? Yeah. It would have been sad. It would have been tragic. But it would have... It would have worked. It would have been cleaner. And then 
then Jerome and Mara could have gotten closer naturally without Mick being there and it would have been fine. But like even if Mick showed up in the finale like he does anyways, it would have been like less annoying because like if she kissed Jerome in front of him in that situation, it would have been like, oh, she's picking Jerome over me because she's single and she has the option to choose between us versus what they gave us, which was she and I never technically broke up and she picked him anyways in front of me. Yeah. 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 Like I would have oh, loved this... to have seen Mick come back in like an attempt to win her back versus a, right, like, yeah, that would have been cute. I'm here to surprise her, lol. She's gonna just leave you in like ten minutes, buddy. I'm sorry. And then he hits it off with Joy while he's visiting. Yes, yeah. oh, yes, Moy. Someone forever. knows what's up. Yeah, never forget Moy. Moy Castle forever, baby. Moy, Moy Castle forever. <laughs> Live, laugh, love, Moy Castle. In the kitchen, Trudy is explaining the memory box to Fabian, Alfie, Amber, and Patricia, but she thinks that by sharing its power, it's going to bring them all sweet dreams, which is very cute of her. Uh, so she gets up to grab the box, and then Fabian reminds everyone to keep reminding themselves that it's garbage. So Alfie just keeps repeating, it's garbage, it's garbage, and Amber puts in earplugs. Uh, Amber with the earplugs, like, look at her go. Like, that was a big brain, that was like a brain cell moment right there. Brain cell to Amber. And everyone makes fun of her for it, too. Like, come on. No, but she's so smart. That was, like, a good idea. I know. I agree. Trudy comes back in with the box and starts yawning when she opens it. And Vera's like, oh, like, aren't you tired? You should go get some sleep. I'll take over. And then, okay, so we don't actually see them get, like, hypnotized. So it cuts to Victor in the library waiting for Vera. And she comes in with Sabuna. So now they're all hypnotized or, like, hypnotized. Victor tries to test that they're awake, but no one flinches. And then when no one's looking, Fabian nudges Patricia and everyone perks up, except I noticed Amber didn't perk up. So I got nervous for a second because I was like, maybe she's actually hypnotized. <laughs> uh, but she, le- uh, Victor ends up leading everyone into the tunnels. And then Joy had actually been like hiding in the shadows. And so she sneaks in behind them. Also, it kind of made me chuckle when Victor like straight up tried to break Alfie with the cake. He's like, oh, look, there's a cake. And then like Alfie did not budge. He didn't even flinch. Or Alfie, he's not going to cake. Right. He's going to want some cake where he's gone. That's <laughs> not really ominous. <laughs> it could, that could, you could take that like a couple ways, actually. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I, I also laughed at Vera saying that they're the perfect teenagers. <laughs> that girl is yeah, that not meant to be like a house mom. No, She's definitely not. not. And I know she just, like, went for it for, like, the Anubis vibe. But also, like, I just, I don't, I don't know. Well, uh, how did she, the... like, manage, how did she fake those credentials? Because she got rid of every single other person's resume, didn't she, somehow? It's because yeah, Vera, I mean... as our voice memo said, is smart. So she literally deleted everyone else's resume off the face of existence. So then Mr. Sweet had to hire her. She's evil, but she's smart. What a shame. You know, they probably could have ended up with a nice, well-adjusted house mom that would have just, you know. And yet they got Vera. They got Vera. They do have Trudy at least most of the time. That's true. Like, she didn't, like, truly leave, so that's good. I'm still confused by that, but, like, this is not the time to speak about They that. were like, Trudy <laughs> is gonna go work at the library so she can't live at the house anymore, but then she's gonna come back and be at the house. Am but I really supposed to believe Trudy here. could not have, like meal prepped and all they had to do was make sure like Victor threw the food in the oven like every Sunday Vera, like Trudy just like made a bunch of like dinners and like am I supposed to believe she couldn't have made breakfast still 
Like, Trudy could have gotten coined for two jobs. Maybe the school's too cheap to pay her for two jobs. Maybe but that's really what it comes down to. They have to pay Vera anyway. Yeah, but maybe it's cheaper to pay Vera to do one the job than it is to pay Trudy for two. Trudy's been there a long time. Maybe Trudy... Maybe she'd get overtime. Exactly. Trudy could have been a single mom that works two jobs. Who loves yeah. her kids, who loves and, her and, kids never and never stops. <laughs> Am I really supposed to believe they could not pay Trudy to just, like, meal prep every damn Sunday? Trudy had to move out of the house didn't she like they were like you're working the i don't that, get out that's a whole other plot hole that i'm very confused yeah. by like where was trudy living great in question. the library <laughs> we're gonna, we're, let's go to the next scene before we get we spend like an hour here all right so mara is still talking to mick but she's clearly not paying attention she's not even like trying to look at the screen and he's just, like, talking about school and sports and stuff, just, like, giving her updates on his life. But then, you know, he notices she's not paying attention. So he's like, is everything okay? And Mara starts going on. Like, she's she's saying, like, you know how you asked if I thought this long-distance thing was working? And then Mick, like, instantly realizes what's happening. And he's like, there's someone else, isn't there? And then before Mara can even, like, try to be like, no, uh, he just hangs up on her. And then Mara has the audacity in that moment to text Jerome and say, like, can we talk? <laughs> Oh, too much is happening in this scene. Um, usually I'm very pro Mick, but he should not have hung up on her like that because they needed to have a conversation. They need to have a healthy, and you know, probably break up. Hate to say it, but he didn't let that happen. Um, so, but uh, okay, you said he hung up on her, but what if he had bad Wi-Fi? What if he disconnected, and that's why he showed up at the house so he could apologize in person? He's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, mean, okay. I like this canon. I know it's not true, but it makes me happy. This is what I've chosen to accept as canon. You could come to me with proof, with the script, and I'd be like, false, you're wrong. <laughs> it's what I've chosen to believe. Um, also, make deserve better. I said what I said. You did. True. So Mick says he has a big cup game. Like, is that like a tournament or something? And maybe it's like a championship, like the football cup or something i don't know i hope he he does well with his big cup game and then i was just like oh my god she's texting in a flip phone so house of anubis i have realized in this specific episode is like a weird time capsule of like the early 2010s because like we're in late season two right now they all have like flip phones or like not smartphones. Joy, we'll see later, has a phone that takes video, but it's still not really, like, a smartphone. Yeah. And well, I don't Mara's think it's flip phones, either. It looks like the slidey phone. Did I thought she was... Up? No, she literally... No, she oh, literally she had a flip phone. phone. She was literally texting with, like, the typing that you have to, like, double tap the letters. <laughs> oh, dang. Mara was using a flip phone. I think Joy has, like, a slidey phone. Oh, okay. Of course, Mara Joy. Mara was using straight <laughs> up a flip phone. By season three, they all have, like, iPhones. So this is just, mm-hmm. like, a Not very all of them. I think Amber has a Blackberry. Oh, Amber has, like, a Blackberry. I checked out for Amber. Amber has a smartphone, but it's not an iPhone. And I think Alfie and Eddie have iPhones. Yeah. I know that Eddie definitely has an iPhone in season three. Which makes sense, because I think our season three is around the time I got my iPhone. Maybe it was season two. But it was, like, all... Yeah, season three... Yeah, I guess season three would have been filming in 2012, which is when I think I got my first iPhone. Yeah, I got, I think, so, an iPhone in 2012 as well. Which so also it's just, makes sense yeah. as to why not everyone would have one. Yeah, like, I think iPhones were really becoming accessible. much more mainstream and accessible yeah. around the 2012 time frame. Yeah. So, 
but it's just such an interesting thing to see like the fashion we comment on a lot but like to see even things like chubby bunny and what kind of phones they have and like right. all the pop culture references they make about vampires and yeah i love like, it though because it's like it's a time capsule for our teenage years which yeah it is oh. It makes me feel old because now I'm like, ooh, this is a time capsule. Instead of just being like, oh yeah, this makes sense. House of Anubis, a period piece. <laughs> it's a 2010s <laughs> period piece. No, but like, I, <laughs> I've rewatched some other, like, early. It's just. Like, I've rewatched Hannah Montana. I've rewatched Big Time Rush. I've rewatched. Um, I saw you with the one. Um. And there's another one that I can't remember what I rewatched because I don't rewatch these. The other ciders, like our listener that roasted us the other day. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh my that god, a very niche reference that this person made. Like, thank, well, we, I, made we were up. laughing so hard. Thank you to that Twitter user who really came for us and like made the other ciders reference. That made I literally night. screen capped it and I was like, "Who did this?" <laughs> it's a, I can't pronounce like, this word. To chew you, to chew you. I'm sorry to. I really can't pronounce this of the night. Like it's just so weird to like rewatch things you liked when you were younger, and like there's stuff that like feels like out of date, and you're like, oh, this wouldn't fly, but at the same time, like it just feels like a part of you, you know. I'm also tweeting it's House Manu as a period piece. Please do, please tweet it from the podcast. I'm tweeting on the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Usually, I'm in charge of tweeting the on-hand shit, on hinge shit from the podcast account when we record. All right, are we ready to move on yeah. from our 2012 time capsule? <laughs> yes. We are so ready to move on because my Google Docs refreshed. All right. So Rufus walks into the kitchen at Anubis' house, and he's looking for Vera. He just, like, walks in unannounced. And then, of course, Jerome walks in at that same time, and then Rufus kind of just, like, grabs him and starts taking him outside and was like, you're not going to ask questions. We can do this the easy way or the hard way. And right before they're about to leave, Eddie walks in and asks if everything is okay. So I just... You'll see my, like, feelings as this kind of, like, Rufus, Jerome, Eddie thing goes on. But Eddie, he's, like, kind of confused when he walks in. But, like, he's not confused enough to question it. He's just kind of like, yeah, checks out. That's it. Oh, Eddie. I got more thoughts on it a few pe- a few notes down, but that's all I'm giving you for now, folks. Sabuna's on the Senate board with Victor leading. Joy's also secretly in the corner filming on her phone, so that's her little slidey flip phone thing that we were talking about victor isn't 100 percent certain about all the jackals moves though and he ends up sending alfie to a danger square somehow i feel like not being able like so like sabuna can't react when alfie steps in the dame's danger square and somehow i feel like not being able to react to it in like real time is probably like really traumatizing mm-hmm. for them like to process things in an emotionally healthy way and lastly joy honey because she's like not supposed to be there and like she's like supposed to be hiding but like also like she's watching her friends go through like shit which is like traumatizing in and of itself yeah joy's creeping she's just she's just there (laughs) joy has been very uh, sneaky sneaky this entire episode she's just creeping on everybody like not even a bad way she's getting the content she needs she's getting the info she needs (laughs) she's getting the content (laughs) She's, She's actually making a TikTok. <laughs> that, that would be 2022 House of the Nubis. Joy making TikTok. <laughs> All my friends just got hypnotized and just set into a scary film through the floor. My teachers are in an evil cult. Exposed. Story time. 
figures out if your teachers kidnapped you. <laughs> but then she goes into the entire story. At least one person comments with like, "What it? What? Where do you go to school? I don't want to go there." <laughs> but everyone else is super intrigued, and they're like, "Part two. But anyway, that's the end of this half of the episode, so we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey guys, not to absolutely just hijack Brenna's podcast, but um, if you guys are on Be Real, please just be self-aware of when your notifications get off and what you're posting. Thank you for coming to our rant. Oh wait, no, none of us. This only shading us none of us have posted any inappropriate things on be real all yeah I we're all perfectly appropriate is like i love taylor swift pictures of trees um i'm asleep because Vera likes to go off at like 11 o'clock at night when i'm in bed it's usually i'm asleep i'm at work and i'm not allowed to be my phone so i have to take it when i'm done at work so let's talk about alfie who just fell through the floor alfie can meet me behind the wall Am I allowed to say that now? Yeah. <laughs> he could be on your, like, you know, you get five passes. He oh, could be well, on your number pass one, list. mutual pass is Harry Styles. Number two can be Alfie. <laughs> 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 Harry Styles is both of our passes. Mutual pass? It's like I'm you, you, this podcast, you all three I'm together. I'm leave my notes. <laughs> I'm just anyway. leave my notes without me. I don't want to be here for this. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, my favorite colors are purple, white, gray, and black. What are yours? <laughs> Number three I is Kedar. Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> if they announce he's leaving Sex Education, I'm never watching that show again. Thank Wait, you. Who's leaving Sex Education, Kedar? Apparently, a bunch of people are. Like, but you know who's also yeah, leaving? Is- Alfie, because he just fell through the floor, <laughs> and Joy just gasped Kedar a little too loud. Damn, Joy! All right, rain it in. Get Vera your shit together, ladies. <laughs> Vera asked if Victor heard something, but he said it was just a boy falling to an uncertain death. He then asks the rest of the Sabuna to turn around, and he makes Vera release them from their trance. So Vera says some like chant, and then they, Vera and Victor run away, and then they all wake up. Which I mean, they didn't have to like officially wake up because they were faking it the whole time. And then Joy emerges and immediately just like yells at Fabian for being wrong about Victor's abilities and. Poor Fabian feels so bad. And then Amber's like, we gotta go find out if he's still with Nina. All I put was Joyfy. This is like Joyfy crumbs because of the way Joy was like. It is, it is crumbs. Um, I don't know why I'm putting it here, but like that blue sweater, yellow skirt combo is like the look I associate with Joy. That is an iconic why. Joy like, look hey, for season two. Hey, it's, it's, hey, Joy, I'd be like, ha, yes, blue sweater, yellow skirt. It is. Does she wear this outfit more than once, or is it just like a really iconic joy outfit? I feel like she might wear it in another. Does she, is she wearing this when the foot thing happens with Fabian, or is it something similar? Something similar. She might also be wearing something similar in the finale. Oh yeah. They do let them repeat clothes in this show. Like, Should I appreciate their wardrobe it? budget might have just been small, but it does feel realistic. So Joy may have worn this outfit multiple times. Yeah. Maybe this is just like Joy's like favorite outfit. Like. <laughs> True. It could be. Also, I was like, damn, they're really out here trying to murder Alfie. Right. (laughs) 
Back at the house, Rufus introduces himself as Jerome's uncle Renee and says that they're going to a funeral. Um, Jerome's looking really scared and he's like, no, we aren't. And then Rufus says, yes, we are. And then he's like, you know, we could go get Poppy too. And then Jerome's like, nope, nope. And Rufus is like, you're right. I don't think we should uh, succumb Poppy to the bereavement. That's too much emotion for her. And then she kind of, he kind of just like drags him out the door and poor Jerome is like terrified. And Eddie just like shakes his head and goes Brits and then immediately takes a can of whipped cream out of the fridge and sprays it into his mouth. So Eddie, you stupid, stupid boy. Um, Eddie must be colorblind to ignore all those red flags. <laughs> Truly. Yeah, I was like, does Eddie not think this is suspicious at all? Like, this is so sus. Eddie's just like, whatever. Well, he's like, I love my like, The confusing thing is when he, like, first walks into, the, like, the kitchen, he's, like, a little sus. But, like... <laughs> and then Rufus makes Then he just stops excuse. being sus. It's like, he's Rufus, sus, but he's, like, not sus enough. Rufus like, like, doesn't have yeah. the energy to care. He's like, yeah, I'm exactly. his uncle, and his aunt just died, and we're gonna go to the funeral, and Jerome's like, I hate this, I don't wanna go, and Rufus is like, well, Poppy's gonna come, and then Gerald's like, no, fine. And then Eddie's like, this is not suspicious. This sounds realistic. Well, the thing that's weird, to, like, I don't even want to say this words, but the thing that, like, Rufus is like, oh, yeah, Poppy's too young for bereavement, but Poppy's, like, a teenager. Like, Poppy's, no, like, she's... yeah, like, probably, like, 14. Like, she ain't too young for bereavement. Like, I know it's a cover, <laughs> right. but still, like, like right. if I heard somebody go, oh, his little sister's too young for bereavement, but his little sister's, like, a middle school, I'd be like, what the f- Yeah, like, like that makes like, no sense. Like, a literal child, like, she's literally, like, gotta be, like, 13, 14 years old. Yeah. So, Sabuna breaks into Mr. Sweet's office back at school so that they could talk to Nina and Alfie. Amber sends down some of Alfie's favorite snacks, and Fabian apologizes for letting him down, but Alfie forgives him. I just need a fic. Maybe this exists. Let me know if it does. I need a fic where we just get to see what Nina and Alfie are up to when they're trapped in this, like, seller together because what a weird combo to be stuck together for days and days <laughs> well how long is it before patricia and amber fall through is it like really days or is it only a little bit oh maybe it is only like one day there's definitely an overnight period because we're gonna get to that but yeah um, i just think it's a funny combo yeah. i agree but also like poor fabian for like carrying around this guilt that like he really had nothing to do with i know i feel so bad yeah, did they give Nina snacks, right? Because the second Alfie gets sent down there, Amber's like, Alfie needs to eat every five seconds because otherwise, I don't know. I guess Alfie's super hungry because this is like one of the boys' character traits that they like to give them. It's like Mick is super hungry and then Mick leaves and then Alfie is super hungry all the time and then so is Eddie too at the same time. It's a Maybe thing. and Jerome are not super hungry. It's <laughs> Mick, They're Eddie, super yeah. flirty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you ain't gonna be fa- if you ain't gonna be faithful, you ain't gonna be hungry. Yeah, did they you can only the- choose one? Hungry or faithful and hu- faithful and hungry or unfaithful and not hungry? Fabian, what was Fabian being unfaithful? I don't know, but Fabian has the most bitches. <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> I'm gonna go. What if I go tweet on the podcast? That's what faithful I'm and not hungry. <laughs> Please be <laughs> faithful and not hungry or faithful and hungry. Faithful and hungry. I want to be faithful <laughs> and hungry, even though I did just start over multiple men on this podcast. I'll do a poll then. Pick one. They're going to be so confused. They're also going to be like, which one More do you mean? Chaotic energy. Should I do flirty and not hungry? I would do flirty and not hungry instead of unfaithful and 
faithful and hungry, flirty and not hungry. They're gonna be like, <laughs> what the fuck? What do you mean by not hungry? <laughs> yeah, so if this you is know, just your know. plug to be following us on Twitter if you're not, because it's just peak chaos at all times. Especially when we record, because I feel like what we do when we record is that we have like some dumb shit that we usually just like tweet while yeah, we're we just recording. Tweet, and everyone probably like knows we're recording because we just start tweeting dumb shit. I mean, I have not been on. T- I have not been proven proven we've been recording. Usually, I'm the one who's like live tweeting the entire thing. But anyway, um, question I have answer- did, did Nina get snacks? Sorry. <laughs> this in this situation, I would hope Alfie shared, but. I would I hope know. that... Okay, so Nina's been down there for a while now, right? And we knew they brought her food, like, once. But have they been bringing her food consistently? The second Alfie tells me, so. they sent down all of Alfie's favorite snacks. Has Nina gotten anything? I'm sorry, and there's, like, because, no like, trash down there. Where Where are all the rappers going? Where does Nina pee? Where does Nina poop? Right. Where does Alfie right. pee or poop? Alfie's only been down there for, like, five there? minutes. I just have a lot of questions. <laughs> That's why I want to fic about this. I have so many questions. <laughs> The questions are where do they pee and poop? This would be a great if I shipped them. This would be a great situation, but I don't. Like, can you imagine? There's only one chamber. They're just stuck (laughs) down there together. (laughs) They have no. (laughs) It's gross. They need to take a shower. It smells like shit. Who voted for flirty and not hungry? (laughs) Me. (laughs) Uh, I was like, not me. Anyway, so. Vera makes it back to her bedroom and Rufus is calling, asking for the mask. And she's like, I don't have it, but we do have a backup plan. And then Rufus is like, well, just so you know, I have Jerome and he's perfectly safe for now. The next morning, Mara is just kind of in the foyer area practicing how she's going to tell Jerome that she likes him, which would have been cute if she hadn't, she had broken up with Mick, <laughs> but she didn't yet. I mean, so, she cried, I guess. Mick hung up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But still, she. I don't know. You gotta, you gotta should have tried to call Mick back again. Right. Or at least they could have shown us her like, practicing leaving him like a voice memo mail or something like, like hey, lol, it ain't gonna work. She tried to break up with Mick, Mick hung up on her, and then she was like, I guess we're broken up now, I'm just gonna go flirt with That's not how this works. That's <laughs> not how this works, Mara. <laughs> so she knocks on the door and walks in, but finds an empty room, because obviously Jerome and Alfie are uh, not here right now. Um, so all I had to say to that was, Mara, no! Oh, I put my nose in the wrong spot. I was like, damn, Mars really trying to ask Alfie Jerome, but he got kidnapped. And I said, Jerome and Alfie are just MIA, which I guess. Poor kids. So Amber is packing her lunch bag full of snacks. Eddie asks what she's doing, and she explains that she gets low b- blood sugar sometimes, and that's super rude to stare. Okay, first and foremost, as the diabetic of this podcast, it's really not that rude to stare, Amber. I'm sorry to tell you this. Bad news, bestie. That was not my note, though. Um... Eddie questioning Amber, but not questioning Rufus. Like, that boy does not get the brain cell. Rufus He's, like, sucks. negative 10 brain cells. What if week. Amber just likes snacks? What if Amber is faithful and hungry? What if she just wants snacks? I think she is. I think she is faithful and hungry. I feel like this is how we're going to sort House of Nubis characters yeah, out. Joy, Joy is flirty and not hungry. <laughs> I feel like we're, we're not, like, like, I feel like they're a normal amount of hungry. Like, they're not saying they're not hungry. Like they eat at normal times. It's just that. Yes, like, but it's just more Alfie like the loves snacks, and Eddie loves snacks apparently, and Mick eats a banana every five minutes. And I would say that I am faithful and hungry because I love snacks. I do love snacks, but I'm also flirty, so I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> so you're flirty, flirty I'm... and hungry. <laughs> hey, I'm both. <laughs> I'm none of the above. I would say. <laughs> You're not flirty. So you're not flirty, you're not tasteful, you're not hungry, but you're not not hungry. Exactly. <laughs> yep. 
So Mara walks in and asks where Jerome and Alfie are. Sabuna gives some really bad lies to make up for it. It's basically like Nina never left. And then uh, Eddie's like, wait, um, Jerome's actually with his uncle. Um, this is also when I realized, like, you know, it's kind of nice not having Nina around. I hate to say it. So. <laughs> yeah, just getting ready for that. Some of us do not miss Nina's house of lying. Yeah. I mean, they're all sucking at lying here. They said that Alfie has cocoa pox, I believe. Hmm. That's a new like one. Like, he has cocoa puffs? <laughs> but pox. <laughs> Amber probably gave him some cocoa puffs if she gave him every other snack. That's true. Maybe that's one of his favorites. <laughs> and, like, Eddie was like, yeah, Jerome was his uncle. Not like Jerome was being really sus and his uncle was being really sus. So, Vera walks into Victor's office and says that they need to talk about last night. Victor says he was considering calling Mr. Sweet to tell him about Alfie, but Vera says that they have no reason to believe he's in danger, and then Victor yells, but he's disappeared! And then Vera points out that his friends don't seem worried, so maybe they know where he is, and maybe he's safe, and that they were actually pretending to be under control the whole time. And she's like, I'm gonna make a new plan. And then she goes to grab his hand, um, but then he pulls away, because he's, like, not feeling it right now. Um, I just like this scene, because, like, it shows that Victor, at the end of the day, really does care for the kids and the students, and that makes me happy. I was gonna say that too. That was like my note. I was like, like Victor really does like care about them, and I mean, we, we, I like, you feel like we see it a lot in season three until he gets possessed that he like doesn't want to hurt, like he doesn't want to hurt them. And I don't even think like, because in season one he didn't, he thought like the scales of life were metaphorical. Like I actually don't think he would have gone through with it if he knew they were literal, mm-hmm. because like at the end of the day he has taken on this role of like their caretaker and even when they like annoy the shit out of him i don't think he'd want to see them come to harm especially like if he was the direct cause of it yeah do i think he'd like kind of you know have an intrusive thought and kind of want to fight nina yes do i think he'd want to like you know actually hurt her no yes i agree with this so at school amber is sitting by the vent in mr sweet's office talking to alfie she wants to give Amphi another go, and Alfie kind of, like, panics for a second and looks at Nina, and she's like, I'm staying out of this. So then Alfie asks if he can think about it, and Amber's like, think about it. So, um, my first note is, Nina, like, Amber's trying to have, like, this sweet moment with Alfie, and Nina's just there vibing. <laughs> but also, like, oh no, Alfie, honey. Nina? Like, just, oh no. so funny. Just another weird dynamic with Alfie and Nina being trapped together. It's so funny. <laughs> Poppy runs over to Mara's locker and tells her that her dad finally has a date for his parole hearing. Then she asks if she's seen Jerome at all. And then Mara's like, oh, I thought he was with your uncle. And Poppy's like, what? Which uncle? Like, that's weird. That doesn't make any sense. Fabian tells Sabuna that by sunset tomorrow, their time is up. So they have to finish the task tonight. Joy is still taking notes on her video and trying to plot a safe path across the Senate board, though. And she thinks that tonight is too soon. I just said I love their phone. So old. We need a good look at Joy's phone here. But hey, at least they're using them this season. They actually were like, let's yeah, do the video. Yeah, in season three Love they that. get smartphones, but they have never known how to use them. So maybe they were better off when they had flip phones. Right? Hey! Yeah. Hey, Eddie tries to use his. He doesn't have service. Leave him alone. Amber tried to use her phone in season one and ran out of minutes because she was calling American you Idol know. or British Idol or whatever. <laughs> that one really dated the show. <laughs> Eddie! does not have service because he doesn't have he probably doesn't have 3g or anything it's 2012 he's only got wi-fi and you can't tell me that amber wouldn't have been on an unlimited plan like how did she run out of minutes amber's dad said no (laughs) okay amber's dad the second he realized 
Unlimited was a thing, just signing the fuck up. Amber was <laughs> like, like, do you guys, going like remember when Unlimited wasn't a thing though? Oh yeah. It's true, yeah. But like now it's like the basic planes are unlimited and it's just like yeah. I can't believe I'm dating us. Oh yeah, we would use all of our data. We kept going over our data limit. I had texting limits, I remember. Oh, I had those two. Yeah. Which was really bad in my internet age when like I didn't have a smartphone, but I could use Twitter through text message. So I, I remember using to, like, Twitter I through text message. I have never used Twitter through text messages, but apparently you all apparently have. Yeah, before I had a smartphone, I could tweet. I, I could send a text, or like can you tell Laura so baby? Yeah. <laughs> but also, Brenda and I had Sprint, so it was that's the difference. Yeah. Maybe because I had Verizon. So Eddie walks up, and everyone but Patricia makes up an excuse to leave because, you know, they're all like talking Sabuna things, and they can't let Eddie know. Patricia reassures him that they aren't whispering about him, and Eddie's like, okay, then what were you talking about then? And Patricia's like, if I told you, I'd have to wipe your memory and get you deported. Okay, first of all, poor Eddie. On, like, second of all, on one hand, she really isn't kidding about, like, wiping his memory and getting him deported. On the last, like, the last hand. Like, does, do, like, do either of you ever think about how, like, she's not telling him because she's trying to protect him because she knows if she, like, gets him involved, he'll be cursed? And she doesn't want him to be cursed. But then, yeah. like his destiny basically was to get involved this entire time. Uh-huh. Because I do. And that oh. hurt. I'm in pain. Ouch. So It gets worse as season three progresses. Oh, in season three. You have deep comments today. I didn't have deep comments. Eddie walked by and there was a swim poster behind Eddie. And I said, wow, Eddie swim <laughs> Eddie swim forever. This one goes out to Megan. This one. Megan would be so proud of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then I said bad liars are us because they really all went to need a school of terrible lying. I thought Patricia's answer was pretty good, though. She didn't Patricia, lie. Patricia didn't that lie. That was not yeah, a lie. The rest of them were like, bye, and skedaddled and made up some dumb excuse. Yeah. They didn't even Patricia make up an excuse. Like, nah, I'd have, have to kill you. It's like she would. She'd have to kill him. So Alfie is asleep in the little tunnel, whatever you want to call it, thing that they're stuck in um, when Victor Sr. appears to talk to Nina. She asks what the mask is and why he wanted it so bad, and he explains that he wanted the tears of gold from the mask so that he could become immortal, and he didn't actually want the mask itself because then he'd end up in some weird Egyptian afterlife. Nina starts to ask what that means, but then Sankara appears and cuts him off. So Victor Sr. is scared off by her and disappears, and then Sankara tells Nina that her friends don't have long before she actually just replaces her. Also, like, when Victor Sr. vanishes, like, he's already dead. What is Sankara going to do to him? I don't know. Maybe she has, like, ghost powers and can hurt ghosts, too. Maybe. Maybe, but like, also, like, she's dead, buddy. Buck up, grow up hair. <laughs> so, Victor Sr. is so done. He, he hates really his I don't blame him. He's like stuck in purgatory. So, then Sankara appears by Fabian, who's asleep in his bed, and asks him, Are you he? And Fabian doesn't really react. So, then she asks again, Are you the Osirian? But this time, Eddie wakes up and kind of starts reacting, and she's like, is it you? Like, reach out your hand. And then this wakes up Fabian, who, like, realizes what's going on. And he's like, no. And now Sankara is confused because she's like, wait, you're trying to protect him. Are you the Osirian? But then we uh, end with Eddie, like, slowly reaching out to her. I hate to say this, but why is us getting to this episode and this scene and this realization in August? So funny. Maybe some romance. Shut up! Hey, you brought you it up. You're the one who brought it up. up. I did bring it up. it up, but shut up. I don't care. All air. <laughs> and the rest, and the rest on, your rest door. on your door. 
Jinx. <laughs> but anyway, that's the end of the episode. Uh, who gets the brain cell? Maybe Amber? Or Joy? I would also argue... I would argue Joy. I would say I think, Joy. Yeah, Joy Not Eddie. Eddie's like negative five. Eddie, yeah. negative points. Joy, smart. Joy. Joy, smart. Eddie, no smart. Um, Ship? Is this a Jara episode? Do we have to say Jara? I don't oh, want to say Jara, I though. Know. I don't. He's we, we're, uh, Ship of the Week is clearly Alfie and Nina. <laughs> okay, sure. Which I don't I was gonna say Amphi, but only on Amber. I was gonna say Amphi, but only on Amber's end. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Does anyone ship Alfie like, and Nina? No. Apparently, we do for this week's episode. I don't even ship Alfie and Nina. I'm just saying that Alfie and Nina is a ship week. You know what? I'll give it to them. It's either them or Jara, and I ain't giving it to Jara for this. I'm sorry. If it didn't involve emotional <laughs> cheating, I would give it to them. But because it involves emotional cheating, it's a no for me. Yeah. What's the love that I'm just aggressively sipping on this water bottle after every word. So, like, y'all don't get the visual effect of my thoughts. <laughs> but Brenna and Laura do. You can just imagine mm. it. All right. So, I invented a new game for us. Kind of. I stole it from TikTok. TikTok? So... Yeah, so what we're going to do, so there's a challenge on TikTok right now, and people are usually doing it with, like, filters, so I saw one for, like, Taylor Swift songs, um, and Taylor Swift eras and oh. stuff like that, and so, oh, I, I, or I think I've seen one for tropes, too, so basically I'm going to pull five ships in a row, and we have to rank them, but we have to rank them without knowing what the next ship's going to be, so you just have to be like, okay, I think this one will be a three, and hope, like... Okay, hold up, because I kind of, like, low-key want to, like, keep record for all of us, because I... Okay. I don't want us to all rank them like the same thing. Okay. Hold on, yeah, I'm if putting you want to write the them down, what number okay. we say for each ship. Then you can read off our rankings. Alright, we ready? The first ship is Amber and Joy. Hmm. Oh wait, did we disclose that we can't change our ranking once like we've decided it? Oh, no we didn't. That's the main point. So yeah, we have to guess without changing. Like We have to pick a number and then like hope it falls into place. And then I guess we can evaluate if we actually like our list after. That's what so I want to do. Because like, I always get mad when they don't have audio. Joy and Amber. I'm going to give them four. I gave them three. Because yeah. I don't trust that we'll get good ship options. Which is such a weird thing to say. Yeah, I was going to say three. Because I feel like there are things that I would ship more than that. But there are definitely things that I would ship less than that. Okay. Fair. That's like two. the same vibe with me, Laura, though. Like, I just, I don't trust that there will be things <laughs> I like. Yeah, we're going to get something I don't really trust awful, that we'll I get think. three top. I don't think we'll get, like, I don't trust that we'll get three ships that like more than them. <laughs> Guess what I just fold? Eddie, Eddie and Nina. Eddie and Nina. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm putting them in one. I'm, I'm putting them in one number two. Number two for me. Because we're going to end up with Piping or something if I put them as number one. Yeah, so I'm I'm with my luck, I'm going to get like Mick and Mara and I'm going to be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! I'm going to live with your consequences. I don't, besties! Okay, you All said right. one, Brenna. I'm one. Yeah. Why did I put that for like, so in the Google Doc, I put you and Laura as Nina x Eddie, but for me it's Eddie x Nina. Because <laughs> you're like Eddie first. <laughs> yeah. All right, third ship is, ooh, Ben and KT. <laughs> That's going to be a five for five. me. <laughs> I'm going with four for me. 
What did you put? Only because I already gave you already. I already gave up my five. So I'm gonna get some really awful ships for my one and two, aren't I? (laughs) So what have I done? Two, three, and five. Yes. So I need another one. So this is the other reason why I wanted to like. I wanted to like type it because I also feel like sometimes people don't remember what they have. My three, four, and five are filled. So now you get number one and number two. All right, next give me Patty or Ni- give me Death. Nina and Willow. Oh, fine, I, they can have two. I'm gonna give them four for me. I'm gonna give them three for me. So whoever is next is automatically my number one chip. Yeah, whoever <laughs> gets <first> number, <laughs> number two. Better be good. It's my number one too, Laura. Don't you worry. All right, we got. I live in fear. I live Mick. in fear. Mick. Okay. Oh, oh, what's it gonna be? I hope it's Mara, just to prove a point. <laughs> no, Mick and Ben. Better yet! Yes, Mick and Ben is our Mick number one show. That's my number wait, two. Wait, what is, wait, what is it? Mick, Mick and Ben. ben. I love this ben We have two Ben ships in this. But uh, can you just, like, recap our ship our ship list for us so we can decide okay, how we actually feel so about them? Laura's number one was Mick and Ben. Number two was Nina and Eddie. Number three was Joy and Amber. Number four was Nina and Willow. And number five was Ben and KT. Um, I'm confident in that other than the fact that Mick and Ben is apparently my top ship. I would have moved <laughs> them after Nettie. Say so what about number two? Uh, wait. What, what, it was like, I would have moved them probably. Mick and Ben, Nina, them. Eddie, Joy, Amber, Nina, Willow, Ben, KT. I would have ranked a Joy and Amber above Mick and Ben as well. So it would have been, they would have been three. Yeah, probably. Then Laura. Okay. Brenna, yours is Nina Eddie, Mick Ben, Nina Willow, Joy Amber, Ben KG. I think I got one and five right. I think I'm like, maybe Mick and Ben would have been, I don't know. I'm kind of intrigued by that. Maybe three, maybe four. And then same with Willow and Amber or Willow and Nina. I'm like kind of intrigued by them, but it could also be boring. And then same with like Amber and Joy kind of intrigued by them because they hate each other but could be really peak enemies to lovers so like maybe they should be too mm-hmm. yeah so either way my list was not perfect but i'm really happy with my number one so <laughs> okay folks so mine is mick and ben nina and willow Joy and amber ben and kt and eddie and nina so i personally think what i would have done is i would have booted jam Joy and amber all the way up to number one would have kept nina and uh nina and willow at number two what about Mick and Ben to number three, but like two and three is like really a toss up for me because like I get the vibes from both of them, but like not like really, you know what I mean? Um, and then like um, Ben and KT and it chief because she's a lesbian. Thank you, Your Honor. And you know what? Y'all know how I feel about Nettie. <laughs> you gonna put Nettie as number? Y'all can't. We're like Nettie is number one. <laughs> me five. You pulled that. Out. I was like, "Oh, easy." Meet me behind the wall. Anyway, that is it for this episode. Don't forget to follow us on social media if you don't already. Our Twitter is Anubis Podcast. Our Instagram is Anubis Backwards Pod. Our TikTok is also Anubis Backwards Pod. You can send in a voice memo at anchor.fm slash Anubis Backwards. Send us an email at anubisbackwards at gmail.com. All the links are on social media, so if you check out one, you can check out everything else. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. There's so much I wanted to say. The way I see it, is there anyone? Sabuna.